Alright, Debo says, we are continuing tonight in our healing uh, and beautiful journey through the B'nai Mach Shabbatova, the Piyajatzna, and the Rebbe. And remember again, the, the, the focus, the focus of our entire Avodah here has been literally to establish Machshavatova. In order to be able to go ahead and remember the Piyajatzna defines Machshavatova ultimately again. Baba, you could take a, just take a check. So, so the Piyajetzna defines that Machshava Tova really is clarity of thought. The ability to live a life of Shibisi Hashem Negdi Samid, of constant, constant and ongoing God awareness. So we've been speaking about a little bit regarding the difficulty in that. Last week's share we spoke about the idea that often the difficulty we have is that our Koach HaMachshava, by the way, note for next year, we do not need two bowls of ice. It just causes un... un-, 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 un- no noise on Yeah, you know, seriously. Right. And why do, why do both bowls have to be right here? Does anyone have, like, bubble wrap? Does anyone have bubble wrap that they can just... Uh, Jeez. I need a crunch. <laughs> Seriously? Two times. Two times already. So the Piagetna the was saying, the Piagetna was saying that the challenge we often have with Machshava Tova is that often we only use our Machshava to imagine material things, to imagine the Gashmi. So you ask a person to go out and use their imagination. And what does a person use imagination for? To imagine material things, right? I could imagine the house I want to build. I could imagine the car I want to drive. I could imagine the trip I want to take. So often we see the Kach of Machshava in the world of the material. But says the Piaget, no, often the challenge we have is the ability to figure out how can I use machshava, how can I use thought in the realm of the ruchni? How can I channel the ability to have this purity, this clarity of thought, so as to be able to use it in the creation of a relationship with HaKadosh Baruch So that's what we're picking up with today on page 15. Page 15, the second paragraph in Aval. Ka'am Rabbos is such a beautiful piece. Ka'am Rabbos matima rak ata ba'avoda and the Piyajetna says, obviously the only people who are going to have this kind of question are who? The people who have never had this machshavatova. Right? Again, so if you've never, if I've never experienced, if I've never experienced what machshavatova is, if I've never actually experienced what this clarity of thought actually looks like, what it means to have a level of God awareness, right? If I've never actually experienced that, then of course I read these words and it's not clear to me what exactly it means or how it comes to fruition. So we'll say, if you think about it, what, what do we use our thoughts for, right? What do we use our Koach HaMachshava for? So the PHS says, what do I normally use my Koach HaMachshava for? I use it to figure out my physical needs, right? He, he writes over here, what, what am I going to eat? What am I going to drink, right? How's my business going to do? That, that, that's, that's what my mind and that's what my thought. And I will say, by the way, I want to just point out over here, he's not even stepping into sometimes the challenge we run into, which is the use of thought for inappropriate things. 
right? Let's even leave that aside. Everything he's describing over here is mutter, is appropriate. He says, this just becomes the totality of our machshavas. You ask me what I'm thinking about? What am I thinking about? I'm thinking about the material world. And again, I will say, legitimate things that all of us think about day in and day out. For the hotzias roshachutza. And the truth is, I've never really tried to channel my koach of thought, my koach machshava to anything other than the daily mundane. So listen to this. So, and, and I think we can relate to this. When we learn what the Piazetna is describing, right, there was the ability to have clarity of thought. We're again building on what we've learned before. I become like a Ben, not like an Eved. Right? I become like a son, not like a servant. Not serving from a distance, but serving closer, serving with closeness. I have a clarity of thoughts where I recognize the presence of HaKadosh Baruch Hu in my daily life, in all aspects of my life. The truth is, we understand the words, but if you ask me, like, what is that to me, to Piyazhastana says, you might as well talk to me about, pro- about prophecy. Talk to me about prophecy. Right? In other words, I feel my ability to reach this level of, of Machshava Tova is just as likely as me becoming a Navi, right? As a prophet, and the statistical probability of me becoming a prophet is very, very, very small. And so too, the statistical probability of me reaching this level of machshava is very minute as well. He says, V'shoel, V'lama ha'davar doma, so, sorry, U'lama ha'davar doma, will say, so listen to this mashal. And this, I have to tell you, to learn this entire savor for this mashal is absolutely incredible. We'll say, listen, he says, V'lama ha'davar doma, to what can this be compared? Get ready for this. Imagine a pauper, poor person. Person is so poor that how does he go ahead and feed his family? He goes door to door. He collects door to door. What happens? And this pauper, he had a dream. And what did he see in his dream? He became a king. Good dream. He became a king. So what happens? We'll say, get ready for this. He wakes up in the morning. So ultimately, he wakes up in the morning and he's so disturbed by the dream. You'll say to yourself, a pauper has a dream that he's a king. Kevaldik, beautiful, beautiful. No, he's so disturbed by the dream. Why is he so disturbed by the dream? Listen to this. So the pauper says, listen, I know what it takes for me to feed my family. I have to spend an entire day begging, an entire day collecting, an entire day, an entire day going door to door just to feed my family. And what does the pauper think to himself? The pauper says, oh my God, if I become king, right, I'm going to end up having to go door to door Every single day, every day of my life, I'm going to have to pay all the government employees. I'm going to have to pay the army. I'm going to have to pay all the... Te- I'm going to have to take care of everything. So he'll say, he says, you know, and that's when he wakes up and he's so... To be the king, are you kidding? It'll, it's bad enough that I have to go door to door collecting for my family. If I'm the king, I'm going to have to go door to door collecting for an entire kingdom. And even if this guy has incredible koach, and let's say he's able to go ahead and go door-to-door collecting for his family. 
So again, what's the profundity of this? What's the profundity? So here, here you see this incredible idea. So here the pauper wakes up, he has a dream that he's king, and meanwhile he can't even deal with the dream. Can't deal with the dream. Because I know the lachats, I know the difficulty I have as a pauper. I'm going to say, what's flawed in his analysis? What's flawed in his analysis? The Cholzer will say, listen to how profound this is. They both say, what's the problem here? That he looks at the monarchy through the lens of poverty. See, he assumes, he assumes that his life as a king will be the same thing as his life as a pauper. So in my life as a pauper, I had to go door to door to support my family. The king means what? I'm responsible for more people. And I have to support them the way I know to support them, which is how? Going door to door and collecting. He looks at the monarchy through the lens of poverty. He looks at the idea that now as the king, he's obligated to support the entire, the entire kingdom. And the only way to do so is the way he knows how to do it now, which is going door to door. He supports his family. Bose listen to the profundity of these words. He cannot raise himself above the poverty line. And I will say some people live financially below the poverty line, and some people, some people live emotionally below the poverty line. So this individual cannot lift himself above the poverty line. Everything he sees in life, he sees through the lens of his current circumstances. He can't lift himself up to realize that what? Shiyavin, open parnasos So one second. If you become the king of Osei, what's the good part about becoming the king? Everything changes once you become the king, right? The way you go ahead and you make money, the fact that you have a kingdom paying you taxes, the fact that you don't have to go door to door asking for anything, but rather, again, often the money comes to you as king. He doesn't understand this. He can't imagine this because this is beyond the scope of his current imagination. Then I will say, you understand the profundity of this marshal, the profundity of it? The Piagetzna says that so often, so often, we get stuck in an outlook of small-mindedness. Small-mindedness, right? I get stuck in the mindset of pauperkite. And so every single thing I see in life, I see through the prism of a pauper. Every single thing I see in life, I see through the prism of my small-mindedness. And I will say, this is my simichol yom. We create glass ceilings. We create glass ceilings. We tell ourselves things we can do, we can't do. I can't accomplish this, I can't accomplish this. Why? Because this is the conception I have of myself. Here are my abilities, here's my yecholas, here's what I can reach to, and I can't do anything beyond this particular level. The same way the Ani has this great dream, this great dream that he's a king. And so instead of going out and looking at that dream that maybe, maybe, it's a message of future greatness, future potential, all he sees is, oy vavoy, more doors to knock on. More people to collect from because his entire world view is not forged by what life can be, but rather it's simply forged by what life currently is. I will say, what an incredibly profound muscle. And says the Piagetzna, but ultimately, again, if we leave this, if we, so, um, sorry, then uh, so I will say, so again, 
if we try to address this pauper and try to point out where it is that his logic is flawed, you could begin to understand why we have difficulty imagining that we could have machshava tova. Right? Don't talk about machshava tova. Why, Because you asked me about my machshava. For me, for me, the greatest accomplishment with my thoughts, with my machshava, is that they don't drift to something illicit and prohibited. Right? That's a win. That's a win. Right? If they, if they can remain focused on things that are motor, that's fantastic. Now you're talking to me about using my Korach HaMashava, my power of thought, for something bigger, for something holier, for something more special. You're talking to me about using the Korach HaMashava to create God awareness. The Piyajat says, sometimes we read this and we say, I literally don't know what you're talking about. I literally don't know what you're talking about. No different than the Ani doesn't know what it means to be a king. So that even when he has a dream about monarchical greatness, he processes that dream through the prism of his own present poverty circumstances. He says, Because the only way I know how to use my machshava is in a physical way. That's what I know. That's what I know. How to use my machshava ultimately again as a physical force. Alright, so now listen to this. So the Piaget says something amazing. So now his job, of course, his job, of course, <coughs> is ultimately to show us how it is possible that Machshava could become something greater. So I'll say, look what he writes over here. The last line on page 15. Last line. The Lahabit al Merchak, page 16. Al Merchak Parso. Mukhroch Lios Shetach Migrash Shal Parsha. So I'll say, give you a very simple thing. If someone tells you, can you see what's in front of you, 500 feet in front of you? Now, in order to answer, in order, right, in order to be able to assess that, what do you need? What do you need? Very simply, what do you need? A distance of space between yourself, right? I, I need, in other words, if you ask me, could I see 500 feet? Okay. Well, I need an actual physical 500 feet of space in order to be able to see 500 feet ahead, for argument's sake, right? So in other words, say, so the physical senses, the physical senses could only connect to that which is physically present. Now watch this. With your thoughts and with your mind, which is no larger than the palm of your hand. Okay. What he's saying is, Machshava, thought, the mind, right, is small. He says, at, listen to this, With one's mind, with one's mind, one could see vast expanses. Now, I'll say what he's describing over here, of course, is really imagination. We'll get to that in just a moment. But he says, isn't this incredible? Right? When it comes to physicality, all you could see is what physically exists. Yet when it comes to your koach hamachshava, I would say, if somebody, right, I would just say, I, I would tell you, if somebody would ask you, can you <clears throat> see a football field in front of you? What's the answer? What's the answer? Yes. No. 
There's no football field. Can you see it? Can you can you see it? It was fifty fifty. It was fifty fifty, right? Hey, hey. So again, right? Can you? I'm asking physically. Can you physically see a football field? I'm saying. If you're not, I'm sorry, thank you. If you're not in front, if you're sitting in this space, Madrash, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. He cooks and is Malamitzchos. That's incredible, incredible. Now listen, I'm sitting in the base, Madrash. I'm sorry. Not in that order. Not in that order. Malamitzchos and So I'll say, okay, thank you. If you're sitting in the base, Madrash, and somebody says, can you see a football field? The answer, of course, is... No, I can't see it. Excellent. I, 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 I can't see a football field. I'm seeing a base Madrash. They'll say, if somebody tells me, can you close your eyes and imagine a football field? The answer, of course, is, assuming I know what a football field is, right? The answer is, of course, yes. Yes, of course I can. So the PhD says, what does that tell you? What does that tell you? That tells you, before we even get into it, what that tells you is that your Koach shava is not limited by the physical things around you. You see, your eyesight, your eyesight, which is a physical sense, is limited to the physical things around you. I can only see so far. I can only see so much. I can only take in, you know, whatever is within my ocular range. That's a physical sense. The fact that the mind could imagine things and vision things that are not even within any of my physical senses, says the Piaget, that tells me the broad reach of machshava. So we'll say, so again, the hinach roa eifo, shemachshava kishila atzma, eina be'emes chushis gufnis. So we'll say, you see from here, machshava is not a physical sense. Because thought, thought, right? If machshava, we'll say, if machshava was a physical sense, then what? Then what? Then what? Then it would be limited, it would be limited by the physical realities, right? We'll say, think about this. I can only see so far. I could only smell when something is in certain proximity. I could only hear when something... Physical senses are limited. The fact that in my machshava, I could think about things that my senses cannot currently pick up tells us, says the Piazetzna, that machshava is not a physical sense. Machshava is not physical. I says the Piaget's but what's our problem? What's our problem? Right? Our problem is we haven't experienced it. So the only frame of reference we have is what? The only frame of reference we have is machshava and using machshava for physical things. See, so watch, watch what's happening over here. See, the Piaget's that says sometimes when you use things in a certain way, you become conditioned to think that that's the only way to use it. So most of us use our machshava for what? Physical things. Again, we're not even talking about the prohibited stuff. I use it for physical things. I have to get to work. I have to make up parnasa. I need this deal to come through. I need to, this relationship and that. Again, important things, all good things, but all things in the physical world. So now you're going to tell me that I'm going to use my shava to create this awesome sense of God awareness, to become a son to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, to feel the presence of HaKadosh Baruch Hu in my life. And I'm like, sign me up, I love it, but I have no idea what you're talking about. And says the PhD, that's not, that's right. No different, again, going back, than the pauper who dreams about becoming king and is so happy when he wakes up because if he was king, he'd be knocking on everyone's door in everyone's kingdom because he doesn't understand what it means to be a king outside of his poverty-ridden circumstances. Says the Piazetzna, we don't know what it means to use machshava outside of the world of physicality because that's the only way we use it. But says the Piazetzna, 
as just to indicate to us that again, machshava is not a physical sense. Again, it's very simple exercise. You could only see that which is in ocular range, right? You could only go out and smell that which is in olfactory range, right? And you could only hear that which is within audibility range, right? There's GEDs. So again, I'll say, so I'll just, just point out, just point out that again, but yet machshava, I could see something far away, hear something, even my thought, again, it's not a physical sense. The pigeon that's the physical rack shinosa alpanel tsir gufni vikasher ninasa anu bisiklino la hafish zemize hadimion ino machshava minatsura shechosheves shechosheves umitstayeres alem tsir shekibu minachushim o az tishar machshava luchnis shein anu rom margishim also. Let's get ready for this. This, it's, this formulation is incredible. Says the pigeon that's the most. So now I, I, now I have to determine what I have to do. I have to take. My dimyon im hamachshava. Dimyon rabosei means imagination. So the Piagetsna now is using two words. Dimyon, imagination, <coughs> machshava. Now the truth is we're going to see they're both part of machshava. They're, 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 they're really both, they're, they're really together in machshava. So now I'll say, what do I, what's my avoda? I have to go ahead and take my imagination and my machshava and extricate it, extricate it ultimately from the physical senses. I have to figure out... Now, again, I will say, it doesn't mean that the machshava can't exist with physical senses. What it means is I have to be able to cultivate a sense of machshava that is independent of physical senses as well. So now I got it. I mean, not really, but I think I got it. Right? In other words, I know that what I just need to do is my machshava, my, my, my thought, my, 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 my power of thought is so embedded in the physical world that... I don't understand what it means to have a machshava tova using my koach of thought for God awareness. I'm the pauper who doesn't know how to see monarchy outside of pauperhood. So now I got it. What's my avoda? It's like a spiritual surgery. I need to figure out how to separate out my machshava and dimyon, my thought and imagination from the world of the physical or from the senses and cultivate a sense of machshava that is independent of anything physical. Incredible. He says, As tishar machshava ruchnis she'ein anu roem omar gishim osa ad shenucha ladas v'lomar mahu. And I will say, when you do this separation, right, when you perform this separation, this like surgical separation, then ultimately, again, we'll be able to cultivate a sense of machshava that is not rooted in the physicality but it's totally embedded in the spiritual framework. Absolutely incredible. Both say, let's go weiter. Osvav, Osvav, <coughs> Rabbi writes. Let's at least begin this, uh, begin this. By the way, we're right on target to finish in Elul. We're right on target where we're going. We're perfect. Right. I didn't say which year. I didn't say which year, right. <laughs> we are going to finish in Elul, which Elul we'll see. Again, I will say, but, but you begin to, I, I, just want, I just want to tell you just in full disclosure, you could do this safers much faster. In other words, you don't have to go through every single paragraph, right? You can, because the truth is, the Piaget the, the makes certain core points, and then he kind of repeats, repackages, develops, so you can get the principles that the Piaget is espousing in the safer pretty quickly, pretty quickly. But I think what you end up <clears throat> missing is, first of all, some of the beautiful imagery 
that the Piagetsna puts forward. And the de- sometimes the development of an idea is just as important as the idea itself. So I hope you, I hope I have, I, you'll mochel me for taking our time with it. Oh, Svav, here we go. Is, is he going to get to how we can imagine? Yeah, of course. But remember, before you get to the how, you have to know the what. Like, what, what am I doing? What am I doing? So, right, we, right, Zoe's saying good. Let's say, we have not, in other words, we don't know what the looks like. Correct. So, in other words, yeah. let's go through what we, know, what we now know. We know a goal, right? What's our goal? To become B'nai Machshava Tova, right? Let's, let's go through this. What does it mean to be a Ben Machshava Tova? Number one, it means to be a Ben and not an Evet, which means I don't want to be the kind of person who serves Hashem from a distance like a servant. I want to be someone who serves him close <clears throat> like a son. Okay, in order to do that, I need machshavatova. What's machshavatova? What does it mean to have good thought? The Piaget's the first defined it as clarity of thought. Then he defined, remember again, how else did he define it? Remember, two words, very important words. Got it before those two. Good, we're going to get to that. Emuna pshuta. Emuna pshuta. Simple faith. Simple faith. Simple faith, clarity of thought, leads to God awareness. Shivisi Hashem Negdi Samid. Moshe Rabbeinu says, why does Klal Yisrael make mistakes? Vatishkach kel mecholulecha. This week's parasha. This week's parasha. You forget HaKadosh Baruch You forget HaKadosh Baruch And when you forget, that's when all kinds of just mis- terrible things occur. I don't even mean punishments. Terrible things personally occur. Okay, so now, why is it so difficult? Fine, sounds pretty straightforward. Why is it so difficult? Now I say, why is it so difficult? Because my machshava is inex- feels like it's inextricably intertwined with the material world. And so I can't imagine using my machshava on a consistent basis. So, so we'll say, so I just want to point out, all of us know how to use our machshava for something holy, for Hashem, right? How do we know, right? We just did this. We just did this, right? This is Yom Kippur. This is Yom Kippur, right? What, 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 what am I hopefully doing? If not a whole Yom Kippur, no one does it for a whole Yom Kippur, but at least some part of Yom Kippur, to feel, to feel in my mind, not in my heart, to feel in my machshava, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, I'm close to you, I love you. The challenge, says the PSJS, no, is all of us know how to do it episodically. We don't know how to maintain it consistently. Why can't I maintain it consistently? Ultimately, because my koach hamachshava is so embedded in the physical world, because that's what I use my machshava for. Okay, so now that I know the problem, and therefore again, about saying because it's so embedded, I can't even really imagine what it is that we're actually talking about. The only good reason I can imagine it is because we all experience it. So, because I've had those moments where I experience, I, I know what we're talking about. I just don't know how to do it on a consistent basis. Says the Piagets, then now we know what we have to do, which is figure out a way to remove the dimyon and machshava from the gashmi. How do I, if I, if I could do that, then I will be able to use my machshava to for ruchnius. So we'll say, by the way, that was just the uh, summary of every single shira since we started the Sefer. <laughs> right in four minutes. I don't know why it took me seven hours. Right, but that was it. So, so now to Zevi's point, now to Zevi's point, okay, I know where I want to get to. I know what the challenge is. I know what I have to do. And now I will say, now what's missing? How do I do it? So what, what is the process? Okay, so we're not up to it just yet. Take a look at Osvav. Bichlal yeshlis onin alsha adam kokach shakua. So we'll say, this is just, we're going to start this, and then we're going to, we'll sing a little bit, Emir Hashem. But I will say, but this, this piece is, okay, let's see it. Bichlal, bichlal yeshlis onin. So it says the Piaget, one of the things that is most tragic of the human condition, alsha adam kokach shakua, Behergel shalom. I will say, hear this phrase? A person is so shakua. Shakua means what? 
immersed, submerged, embedded. A person is so embedded behergel shalom. What does it mean behergel shalom? My habits. My habits. And just like my, my rhythms of living. To the point that I can't, I can't get out of it. I can't get out of it. So again, this in general, by the way, is an incredibly, is an incredibly profound, is an incredibly profound piece, right? How, how so much of, so much of the reason we don't fully self-actualize is because we get so caught up in our hell. I'll give you like a mashallah domer. Maybe you have someone, usually everyone has like a relative like this, who always makes the same jokes. <laughs> always makes the same jokes. <laughs> and you try to be nice. Right? <laughs> right? You know, like, you know, like, like, it's like, you're not sure if like you're constipated or laughing. So you make the joke, right? You, you laugh, you laugh, you do what you do. What you do. And I'll say, but you know, you ever have that, that thought that goes through your mind like, Get a new joke. Right? <laughs> Google it. Right? Something. Like it's, it, it comes to a certain point where like it grates on you a little bit. Like, are you that limited? Are you that limited in your ability to just get something? Like, is that it? Like, you're like a hamster on the joke wheel, right? It's like the same thing, same thing, same thing. And there comes a point where it's like, so you collapse it a little bit. But also, like, there's like a point. This is like, it's it's sad. It's sad. Okay, you you want you want to be the joke guy. You want to be the funny guy. So good. We're gonna we're gonna edit that out. We're gonna edit that out. She's not Yes, yeah, I know. I'm not announcing. Yeah, give me the other side. So sad. So. By the way, Solomon's great. Yeah. <laughs> so, 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 so I, I'll just mention. So, in all seriousness, like we we laugh, we laugh, but the, but there comes like this. There's like a sadness attached to it, because like you're this is it. Like you're just on the wheel. You're just, and I both say everybody has that in different areas of life. Like the truth is, I, I think we all have our hergil. We all have the habits that we form that they just hold me back. Now they might not even be sinful. They might not be sinful. I'm talking about sinful habits. Obviously, those, those, but there are other habits. We'll call them habits of mediocrity. Just habits of like, like how I live and what I do. It's not navira. It's not bad. But I can be better. I can be better. There's just, just because this is how I behave. This, just, just because this is a... We'll say, no, I'll, give you, I'll, give you, I'll give you just a simple example. You know, when... Um, to me, whenever I see something on the floor of the shul, it bothers me very much. It bothers me very much. Kash Baruch Hu's home. So, over Yom Kippur, I saw a tissue on the floor. And I said, okay, I just want to, I want to I wanna do like a little human experiment over here. I'm just curious to see how many people walk by. And by the way, it wasn't a dirty tissue. Because dirty tissues, okay, I, I could hear. I could hear. I'll say it was amazing. So... 30% of the people went left, 40% of the people went right, right, 30% walked over, no one, no one, why, because oh, I'm not a guy that picks up tissues, okay, w- w- why, it's because you're home, so you're better than the coin guddle, 
or not going out of the coin. The first of all, that every single morning was Chuma Sadeshen, to take out the garbage. And the Kohanim used to fight. And the, the Gemara Masechim, we learned this, they got into some real doozies, right? Pushing each other off the ramp of the Mizbeach, like big stuff, to take out the garbage. So if it's good enough to be considered an avoda for the Kohen, then I don't pick up a tissue and I call the Shparuch who's home. And I will say, you see, I, I notice this a lot in shul because I spend most of my waking hours here. But, but it's so interesting to see. Maybe it's a safer on the bookshelf that you could just as easily put back upright. Or maybe it's pushing a chair back in so that things look a bit more misudar. Or maybe, whatever, whatever it is, whatever it is. Or, 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 or closing the cabinet after you take a cup. Or, or replenishing. So, it's so interesting. And by the way, so what is it? The people don't care? No, everybody cares. Everybody cares. It's that we create habits. So the habit is, I don't do this. I don't do this. This is not something I do. I don't worry about stuff that's not my problem. That's a habit. That's a terrible habit. Not to be consistency. Not to be consistent. Yeah, what do you mean? Right, here he's not talking about consistency. Here he's just talking about the idea. Consistency is a positive habit. Correct, consistency, correct. <clears throat> consistency is the right way to form habits, to be consistent in your habits, correct. I just point out the PhD, I, I, I find this to be such an eye-opening thing. Because the truth is, when I was preparing this this afternoon, <clears throat> I was thinking about this a little bit, and I tried like a little bit of self-study, because the PhD was my Rebbe, and you know, when Rebbe says something, you have to take it to heart. So I feel like he's talking to me through these words. So I think to myself, like, okay, let me identify some habits that I have that are just, they're not good, not bad habits. You know, so there's a chilik between bad habits and habits that just aren't good. And it was interesting. It took me a little bit of time, like seven minutes, but I was able to go ahead and identify three habits, three habits, three things that I normally do that are just like, they're not good. In other words, they're not bad. They're not hurting anyone. No one would even know, except my wife, right? Right? But, right? 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 But, 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 Lamaisa, but I don't, I shouldn't have those habits. I shouldn't have those habits. So the Piagetzna says, oh, that's it? But? I'm not going to. I'm not being married. This is not confession. This is a confession of here. For, forgive, forgive me, Father, right? This is not the. Uh, <laughs> Cousin, that does, yeah. You don't want to know. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. He, he stopped. He stopped inviting you. He stopped inviting you. Right? Uh, so I said, listen to this. Yeah. <laughs> I have to say something for the next year. He'll tell a few tell yours. Yeah, that's right. That's right. We can all put on the table. Seven minutes. Right. So I said, listen. So that's the piece. That's regardless of this. Is he says Yeshlis Onein? I was saying his lashon is so profound. Yeshlis Onein. You should lament. Like it's it's Rebelli. You were going to say something before. Elder, you were going to say something? I was like, maybe that when you said about you and the Kohana, that maybe you should shout out the Kohana. Yeah, it could be. It could be. I, you it's know, again, pressure. yeah. It, it, look. It's not just in the... Right, it's not just in the... It's not just in the... By the way, I think it's a... I, I actually happen to think that it's a more general midah about what do you do when you see something in a state of disrepair in the world? What do you do? You see something that's broken. You see someone that's broken. What do you do? Do you kind of just look the other way, go about your business, too busy, I can't do it? Or are you the kind of person that stops and says, okay, 
there's something here that's broken. I could help. I don't know if I could fix it, but I could help. Let me try to help. And I, I, by the way, I happen to think that tissue test is a wonderful litmus test for that, right? Because I think, again, there's something broken, something in a state of disrepair, right? You're here. You're here. Yes. No. Right, yeah, uh, I fought over it, 100%. This, you know, being a it's used in job interviews. Where? Where they, their companies will leave a piece of paper, like crumpled on the floor, like it's just visible while there's something, either like, like while the interviewee is waiting right. and see what happens. And see what happens. It's godless. It's godless. It's <laughs> I think that was you and Jorge. It was you and Jorge. Yeah. 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 I don't think it's that people don't. It's not a wine. They don't. They, 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 they don't see it. Right. Uh, agreed. By the way, both say I want to be. I don't care. No. They don't see it. You're not sensitive to it. You're not sensitive to it. No. Correct. It's just. It's just. I. I become habituated. Not to see no, no. things that are not my process. that are not my problem. In the job interview test, what they're looking for is to see if someone could think outside. Make it my problem. Like, right. right. Make it my problem. Make it my problem. That, that's it. So again, I was. I want to be clear. I want to be clear. It's not like Rishos. Right? Right. I'm saying like It doesn't mean a person's a bad person. It doesn't mean they have terrible midos. Chasasholom. It just means that. I, I have a little bit of limited vision, and I and I and I, I see kind of what what's going on with me. And again, it doesn't mean a person is selfish. It could just mean a person. I see me. I see my family. I see this. I see that. But the truth is, my vision ends at a certain point in time. So I agree. I think that's a good way to say. I, I don't see it. I don't see it. But there's a reason I don't see it. I don't see it because I become habituated not to see certain things. <laughs> I try not to look in the women's section too long. I feel like that was a leading question of Yaakov. Like you're, you're setting me up over there. The reason I ask that is because here comes the film. I sometimes clean up the sedurum after shul, and like in general, like you go to the women's section, they're all put away. Uh-huh. It's all a guy. Right. Right. Yeah. Interesting. The sensitivity, the balas achrayas. Yeah, it could very well be. So if everybody could help clean up from sheer afterwards, it would be awesome. Right, yeah, it's the mirror tashem, 100%. 100%. We'll say, so let's do one more line, then we'll stop for tonight. So again, so I'm, I'm, just, point, I'm just pointing out. <laughs> we'll say, but really, like, it's such a profound idea. Chaim, you were going to say something before? I just wanted to know how long this was going on on your kipper. Listen, Musaf is really long. Musaf is really long, right? I picked it up. That, that was the end of the story. That was the end of the story. Yes. I picked it up. I picked it up. Uh, by the way, I'll tell you something. Yeah, whatever. Yes. It, it, didn't, it didn't go on long. It didn't go on too long. It was just... It, it was more just because, I, I, again, I've been thinking a lot about this just because in, I didn't see the Piagets, no, I, didn't, I only saw this today. But in general, like, one of the things over Yamim no Ra'im is just about habits, right? Good habits, negative habits, breaking habits. So it's just always fascinating just to see, like, how different people forge different habits in different ways. So, again, I will say, the whole point I want to just isolate from this is, I will say his lashon is so strong. 
a person should lament, own it, a person should be tragically sad. A person gets so consumed by his habits, so he can't leave it. Now, I will say, of course, you can leave any habit you want. You leave any habit you want. But a person feels like he cannot change the habit. Shabbosai. So now again, he's just tying it back. Well, this will stop for tonight. But ultimately, the Rebbe says, that's why now I understand. So therefore, if my habit has been to what? To use my machshava. For what, Shabbosai? For what? For the material, then for the, for the gashmi, then that's my habit-forming behavior. And once I form a habit, it is incredibly difficult to go ahead and ultimately break that habit. It's incredibly difficult to undermine that habit. So we'll, so we'll stop over here for tonight. So again, at least at least we got a little bit further in the Piaget's now. First of all, again, I will say, I think two takeaways, two, two dramatic takeaways. Number one is that muscle with the pauper who becomes king. That's gold. That, that, that is gold. That, that, that is life. That is all of life right there. The inability to see things because of our small-mindedness. How sometimes I just become so consumed by what my present reality is that I can't see anything past it. The other takeaway, again, is the nature of habits and how difficult it is to break them. And I will say, now we know what our avoda is. To separate out the machshava from the gashmius and ultimately, again, allow ourselves to truly experience the machshava tova of God-awareness Emunah Pshuta, Rebos Emirat Hashem to be continued next week. Next week is Chalamayit Sukkis. Emirat Hashem. So we're gonna we're gonna be ha- we're gonna have Shir. We're just gonna figure out how to combine it Emirat Hashem with the Shul Simchas Beis Hashoeva in the Sukkah Emirat Hashem. So we'll. Uh, yeah. Oh, all right. Oh, we'll see. Okay. Stay tuned. Stay tuned for the details Emirat Hashem. Put on the chat, Rebosai. Shkoya. Perfect. You lost everybody? Two one, two one. Yeah, no, no, no music for saying.